0: Welcome to my podcast which is all about changing your business and money reality. This is your master money coach Dr. Gaurav Decca and you are money. Hello my friends, how have you all been? It's so wintry in Delhi and I'm having a really tough time as I have always spoken I think I've spoken multiple times about it in this podcast. And I'm having a really hard time waking up in the morning and getting all the stuff done. Um, My business is now significantly large. And then one part of my brain tells me that, Gaurav, you really have to wake up early and get all things done. You know, prepare all the emails for the week and, you know, think about the post. uh, Figure out what webinar you're going to do in next month. And then you have a mastermind coming up and blah, 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 basically. And then I also realized that, you know, all of these things are what we assume from everything that we have seen in the outside world, everything that we have seen um, in the form of what large businesses or big businesses uh, require, because these are things that have been taught to us, right? And I think just a few days back, I just felt um, my barriers opening and I questioned That all of these things that I am thinking that I should be doing in order for my business to grow, are they really necessary? Can I invent a new model, a new way of being? Well, I'll talk about this probably towards the end of today's podcast. But then I wanted to tell you. Also at the same point of time, that I am super duper excited. In the midst of all these wintry laziness and indolence that I'm feeling right now, I was seeing the other day there was a podcast on something where they said that next year is the year of Saturn, which is Shani. And um, Saturn loves discipline and um it also loves when like people really work hard. <laughs> and I thought that I'm gonna suffer so much because, well. I find it so difficult to believe in hard work. I, my coach, uh, she once told me that what if hard work was a thought, and you know that sentence stayed with me. What if hard work was a thought? What if we have an interpretation of hard work, what hard work means and looks like, and we have a fixed definition in our brain about hard work because that was taught to us growing up as children, at least for you know middle class families for my family um when i was growing up um it was difficult to not do hard work because it was impossible to believe that without hard work you would achieve something and as if that was the only window by which you can prove yourself you can acclaim you can mark your uh, position in this world but then once again, coming back to the energy of today's podcast, I am super ex- ex- excited in the middle of all these laziness and my brain giving me all this shit, basically, because day after tomorrow, not day after tomorrow, tomorrow, which is Thursday, uh, 28th of December, we are having the first live event of our 25 lakh mini mastermind round one. So you all know that we had a 25 lakh mini mastermind starting from last September, uh, October. Yeah, September, we started the WhatsApp group and then October onwards, we started having our live Zoom calls where we brainstormed and coached a lot on making 25 lakhs in three months of time. And I'm super excited because also exhausted at the same time. (laughs) I'm super (laughs) excited because, you know, All these people from different parts of the country are coming together. We will all be in Delhi and we will be having a live event of two days on 28 and 29. And the first part of every day, both the days is uh, we will be coaching on a lot of stuff on how to sustain this 25 lakh that people have made, will be making. Some of them have made 15 lakhs, some of them have made 10 lakhs and how to... um, take it forward and how to create the cycle again and again so that every cycle we can create the same amount of money or create more right so we'll be coaching in the first half and in the second half um, is, is the most exciting part actually because we'll be inviting every single person for their awards so each person each winner is given an award everyone who's made the money is given an award and they will be delivering their speeches from the stage. All of that is going to be recorded. They will be giving short, short interviews and we, we will be having like a team of, uh, camera personals, and it's going to be so exciting and so posh. <laughs> so everyone will be interviewed and, um, we'll be showing all of them, all of those in ATIPS as well. And, uh, It's astounding to see this happening at the end of three months when I began the mastermind. I, To be honest, I began it on such an impulse, um, thinking that should I do this? Should I not do this? And then I was also thinking about the guarantee I give all of them that if you don't make 10 lakhs, a minimum of 10 lakhs after 100% attendance uh, at the end of three months of when the mastermind ends, then um, we will return your money back to you. And it was just on impulse. It's not even something that I thought over methodically planned. Um, I went to the Facebook group of ATEPs and I declared that, hey, listen, I'm coming up with a mastermind, which is like a mini mastermind because it's not very long. It's three months. But then to be honest, it turned out to be six months because we began the WhatsApp group where people had come over in August itself. And then we started coaching in the WhatsApp group itself before we moved on to the real Zoom call coaching. And, and um, yeah, so we, we we decided that we would do Zoom calls from October to December onwards. But then we constantly coached every single day, every day, I would send them notes on WhatsApp, uh, voice messages on WhatsApp, people would be discussing going back and forth on their plans on their offers, on their pricing and all the insecurity and all the mind drama basically that, you know, your brain gives you when you go about making that kind of money when you have not made that kind of money before. Like so many people were making somewhere around a lakh or something or maybe two lakh in a month. And now their aim had become to make 25 lakhs. And I think for so many people, it was also, a um, it it was scary to be honest. It was scary because I know how scary it can be. And that is the reason why we need a group like this who can vibrate at that level and who can support each other and who can help each other clear all the all the brain drama, mind drama that comes along, you know. So it's not just about going out and signing up clients and pricing them high. One of our students said that people see us going out and, you know, making that money and asking from people the amount of money that we are asking, but they don't see the amount of inner work that we have to do for us to even have the kind of confidence to go out and say things like that, not to even declare the pricing, a pricing of for example, three and a half lakh, five lakh, even two and a half lakh on social media can be so daunting. You just feel so attacked, even before you are attacked, or even without being attacked. You just because the body only responds to it in the form of threat. You imagine that people will say something nasty to you when you when you go out there making offers day night, uh, day and night. So I think it's not about the money that they have all made but it's about the person that they have become while making that money, okay? And we are going to celebrate the making of that person in this whole process. And everyone has said that, you know, we can never go back to who we were in August because we've changed as people now. It's like a, as if 25 lakh mini mastermind was a quantum leap and we have leaped through it. We took three months to make a leap that we would have taken probably five years to make. And the money that, like they said, that the money we paid you, Gaurav, is not for the money we made, right? It's for the person that we became in this process. So um, most of all have made uh, their monies. So many of them have made more than 10 lakhs. So I think three people have made 25, 25 lakh and more actually. Three people have made more than 25 lakh. They've Someone has made 30 lakh, someone has made, I think 40 something lakh, uh, someone again has made 30 something lakh. I think uh, the other uh, six people made uh, 10 lakh plus, and there there are one or two people probably who made close to 10 lakh, they haven't made their 10 lakh yet. But then again, we have a period of three months after the mastermind ends for them to make the money. And the the example that I gave them, the people who haven't made the money, the one or two people who haven't made enough money, which is 10 lakh or 10 lakh plus, the example that I gave them is that, you know, some couples, they try to get pregnant all the time. You know, they, they've, they've been trying for years to get pregnant and, um, and they don't get pregnant. I mean, they don't have a child. And finally, they give up and um, they go and adopt a child. And the moment they adopt a child, what happens is in the next few months, they get pregnant. I question them, why does that happen? Why do you think that happens? It happens because you are so hell-bent on the goal that all your energy and focus and stress is going into the goal. And because of the amount of energy you put in there, there's a lot of resistance that gets built up because all the tension comes that what if I don't have a child? What if we don't make it? What if what will people say? You know, all kinds of stuff. The same thing happens when you go about making a specific amount of money. And because you've never made that money, you feel that you would need all your sweat and grime and blood to make that money. And a lot of resistance automatically builds up energetically. But then the moment the deadline or the event is over for example the event is going to be over on 29 which is when we have the live event that's when people can probably breathe oh we have uh, it's done <laughs> it's done basically the the event is over that is when that is when the portals are going to open up because there will be no resistance and no deadline drama or deadline fear and therefore that is when the money is just going to flow in like a flood Resistance goes and then allowance happens, right? So I told them that don't worry, live with this metaphor that I live with this example that I gave you about pregnancy. And you would see that the moment the event is over, all your resistance are going to go down, all your walls are going to dissolve and automatically it's going to flood in. So let's see what happens with them. But we are going to celebrate every single person we have awards for every single human being there we have certifications we have gift hampers and we will also be live streaming on instagram from my account so stay tuned about that right now coming to the main coming to the main topic of today's um podcast and i wanted to focus on five words that i that became really important for me in 2023. Uh, the last word became quite became important quite late. But five words or five phrases, one of them is a phrase, I think, not, not just one word. Um, that became important for me in 2023 and I'm carrying them with me in 2024. And um, I wanted to share these five important words. I think these words have shaped my business the money that I made, the impact that I've created, the number of people that have come in. We are very, very close to hitting 100 people in ATIP. I think it's at 98. And maybe in a few days, we would just be crossing 100. And I expect to cross 100 more in 2024, carrying these five words with me. So the first word that I am carrying with me, that I've learned and cultivated in 2023, I've, I've known about this for a long time, but this is the year, I guess, I really could embody it. And the word is service. You know, in March 2023, I went through um a period where I had sort of a, I don't have another deeper word for it, but I'm using a more cliched word. I went through some sort of spiritual awakening in March and I was... Um, introduced by the universe not by anyone else to Neem Karoli Baba <clears throat> and he became um, my spiritual guide my spiritual guru from the other realm from the other dimension because I read this amazing book called Miracles of Love by Baba Ramdas, who happens to be a disciple of Neem Karoli Baba and um, The word that stood out for me, the phenomenon that stood out for me is to be in service, to be absolutely 100% in service. And I think I operated from that energy. I told myself that no matter what happens in my business, no matter how much money I make, no matter how many people enroll and come in, I am going to be in service. And I will do it through every single way that I can. I will be in service through my marketing Any marketing that I do, any post that I write, any live that I go, any webinar that I do must serve at least one person out there who by reading, attending, watching, learning from there would change something in their life that will be significant for them. And that is the ball of energy from where I kept operating. Every time I went there and talked about my business, every time I talked about money, every time I talked about coaching, everything that I did. Even inside ATEPS, I did not, we we hardly took one Saturday probably and off because that was Diwali the entire year. And then we kept on serving people. I mean, not for a day inside ATEPS as well. The service took a backseat. Every single coaching query inside the group was answered. There was not a single coaching query that I that we missed. Um, we just kept on producing more and more value. Uh, we were solving every single person's problem, whether they made the money, whether they did not make the money. But as I said, that they, they be, became different people in this whole, uh, you know, expanse of time. So I made sure that I could be in service. Even the consultations that I took with people. Um, sometimes I took consultations for my one-on-one as well. And when I felt that th- I'm not the right person for this person for for this client. I gave them all the ways by which they can go and, you know, consult someone else, work with someone else. And I was in service. Even for ATEPs, when I found that someone was not the right fit, I did not let them in. Not because I disliked them, you know, Uh, or also not because I just wanted the money to just come in. I let them go because I told them that this is not the right container for you. Right. And All throughout the year, I made sure that I gave people as much as I could. There was another coach who told me, um, I think she spoke about it in one of our webinars, And she said that, you know, the energy shifts when you don't tell yourself that I need something. I need this client. I need the money from this client. But then when you say, I have a lot to give to the world I have a lot to give to the client and I think that's also the energy I kept on working from and you know the the spirit that truly helped me to be in that space was the spirit of Neem Karoli Baba so if you haven't read Miracles of Love I highly recommend that book please please do read it um I I really became close to also Lord Hanuman during this entire period. um, I started wearing a tikka on my forehead and I started going to the Hanuman Mandir because that is the energy that I wanted in my business. I wanted to be there for my people. I wanted to give my people. I wanted to help my people. Didn't matter whether they signed up or they didn't sign up. Even if the ones who signed up would sign up because I get to be in service, right? I get to help them. I get to change something that they are seeking to change. Right. So, this is the word that I'm carrying ahead with me to 2024. And I'm going to twice X or thrice X my spirit of being service to people, which also means that I will be coming up with a lot of new stuff to help my people, help them make the money, because that's what I do. I help people make money. Now, the second word, going to the second word, um, there are two words in the second category. And I think both the words are the same, but they are not interpreted as the same. And they stood out for me in 2023. And the word is value. The words are value and desire. Just a few days back, I was talking about value and desire inside ATEPS, as, as well as in one of my Instagram posts, is... um. We say that money doesn't exist. And it's true. Money truly does not exist. Isn't it so? Because money is a creation of the human brain, right? Because human brain exists, therefore, human brain can think about money. I mean, it can create money by the thinking process. And hence, money is a tangible entity, like something that you can touch and feel only because of the human brain. Now, 95% of the money is not even tangible. It's like digits, Information going from one place to the other, from one bank app to the other, or one Google Pay to the other, <laughs> the stuff like that. Anyway, so money does not exist. Value that something is valuable, therefore someone pays for that thing that is valuable. Like an iPhone is a lakh and something, a lakh and a half maybe. So you would pay a lakh and a half because that iPhone is something that is valuable to you. But here is the catch. How would something become valuable if someone does not desire it? If an iPhone doesn't even matter to me, if, if it's something I don't even like, if I'm happy with my, let's say, Samsung or Panasonic or uh, Plus One, and iPhone is not something I uh, fantasize about, I desire it. I, I, it's not something I would like to have in my life. How would it become valuable? Well, value is not universal. It's not written in stone. When someone desires something, X object, that X object then becomes valuable for that person who desires it. And then that person will give the money to have that thing in their life, which they desire and therefore is valuable to them. So even value is not universal. Hence, it doesn't exist. What exists is desire, isn't it? And isn't that fascinating? And I was making this remark inside tips because we cannot ever know what people desire. Like, I don't know what you will be desiring. Like I don't know if people will really desire to listen to this podcast or not, but I know that I desire to do this podcast. This is something I love doing. This is something I fantasize about, right? And because I'm in touch with my desire, I am truthful to expressing my desire. I'm truthful to bringing my desire out. And as a result, what happens is automatically there are people out there in the world who resonate with my desire. So the more strongly I pursue my desire, the more strongly I create or I manifest people out there who would resonate with my desire. And it applies to business as well, that you can never know uh, from let's say market research or going out there and carrying a survey that, okay, this particular product has the potential to uh, make good sales in market because everyone now wants it. That's one way of looking at it. But that is so exhausting. I can never do it. Truly, I can never do it. I can never do market research, you know, and just go out there in the world. And, like ask every single person, carry some kind of survey and have all that data analyzed, and then finally decide that listen, listen, this product is going to work because everyone is, everyone wants it. Right? Like, for example, I carry a survey of um almond milk. Let's say everyone in Sakade loves almond milk, and then there are some people who love um. Normal dairy milk and someone who loves, let's say, oat milk. And then I go out there, carry a survey for the next three months, figuring out why people like almond milk and how many people like almond milk. And then I come up with a uh, different flavors of almond milk, like raspberry almond milk, like green apple almond milk. And <laughs> and then and then what happens is I start selling with the expectation that I have done my market research and I know what people want, I know what people desire. And then what happens is um it doesn't sell maybe people are now uh, buying something else like let's say plant-based milk some some sort of um, yeah i don't know some plant-based milk and and i'm so disappointed that you know i carried the survey and i created the product it took me six months to create the product three months of research nine months i've gone and i've created it and now people don't want it because they've moved on to something else why does that happen It happens because we do not realize that desire can be fleeting. And that is why it's so important to stick to your own desire. Like my desire for helping people to make money, my desire for money, my desire for a rich life, luxury, and my desire for having a lot of abundance, having an easy life, uh, wealth, which may sound shallow to a lot of people. But for me, it's not shallow because that is something I like. That brings me joy. And because that brings me joy 24-7, therefore, it's not a fleeting desire. So once I'm in touch with my no non-fleeting desire, my permanent desire, I would say, then what happens? I'm truthful to it and I keep on broadcasting it to the world, right? And that is how the world, in, in the world, people get created who are also wanting the same thing as I want, And therefore, that becomes valuable to them. So if I desire my desire strongly enough to broadcast it in a way where I can sustain the strength of my desire, automatically, I create people who would value the same, which is why people value ATEPS. Because ATEPS promises them their desire, which is to make a lot of money. And therefore they come inside ATIPS, they make the money and then they invest in higher containers like the 25 lakh mini mastermind where probably they have made their 5 lakhs, they have made their 10 lakhs, they have made their 15 lakhs and now they want to make more money. They want to make 25 lakhs in three months and maybe repeat that cycle over and over again so that they can make it in three months and three months and three months and three months months, which is 12 months and in a year they can make a crore, right? So that is why My product sells so much because I am true to my desire. And this is what I'm going to carry in 2024, which is the value that I bring to the world is a result of me being truthful about my desire and not um, pretending or lying or, you know, trying to figure out what people want. I'm not going to do that because it's so fucking exhausting. I cannot do it. (laughs) I don't have that kind of muscle in my body, bone in my body to do that amount of research and gather evidence i just don't because i'm i'm a person of impulse and i love doing things for the sheer joy of it which is why i'm going to be truthful to my desire so that was word or word number two um the third is focus I cannot tell you the importance of this word. And this word has been misinterpreted and mistaught to us for so long as children. Focus, focus, focus. You have to focus. Without focus, you will not be disciplined. Without focus, you will not get to your goal. Without focus, you will not secure the first rank because you have to be there 100% focus. But then focus is not not a heavy word. It's not a word that we should be scared of. It's not a word that, um, you know, makes you feel as if you have to be constantly like staring at something, thinking about something. No, I think focus is the ability to pivot and direct where you are, where focusing will not serve you. For example, one of the things where I learned focusing was um, people who are buying versus people who are not buying. I have some uh, 1,400 something people on my email list. Um, I also have some 3,700 something people on my Instagram. On my phone book also, I'm sure there are like some 2,000 people maybe. And uh, one may look at these numbers and say that, but these are very small numbers to make the amount of money that you aim. For example, this year, I made close to a million dollars. But then the thing is that, it's, it's almost impossible to imagine making that kind of money um, with these number of audience size, as you may, as, you, as one may want to say, you know, like the, the idea and the concept of audience size has become so popular because of Instagram, because of Facebook and because of the, the fact that people are following you. And I, early on in 2022, I think, um, I learned this that, oh, well, audience size really does not matter. But more than that, what I did learn later in 2022, later in 2022, which I cultivated in 2023, is that I can focus on the ones who are buying from me. And for me to focus on them, they don't have to be visible. I don't have to know about them. I don't have to find them out. And I think... um, there was someone, I'm forgetting the name of the coach right now. Yes, I think the coach D.L. Sharon, She's she gave an example uh, in one of our podcasts and it blew my mind, that example. And the example was, she said that, you know, if you are going to uh, something, something on these lines, if you are going to a mall and you want to buy a face wash, will you call up the mall guys and tell them that supermarket guys and tell them that, hey, I'm coming over, I want to buy a face wash. You wouldn't do that, right? You would just go to the mall, to the supermarket, pick up the face wash, put it on the counter, pay by your car and get out, right? (laughs) So, and also at the same time, the supermarket guys and the mall guys didn't have to find out that is someone coming today to buy my face wash? Do I need to know the people who are buying my face wash? They didn't have to do that. They were just selling face washes, right? And I think that shifted my thinking by leaps and bounds where i realized that well i don't have to know who is buying i don't have to figure out if people are deciding to buy from me Uh, they can be invisible and that is absolutely fine but if i keep my focus on the fact that people are buying and there are people out there who are looking to buy right now sitting on the fence deciding making decision making making the movement of swiping their card at any moment i will sell with such greater surety, such greater guarantee to myself, such confidence, because then it'll be a no-brainer. People are buying. If people are buying, then I don't have to focus on the people who are uh, unfollowing me on Instagram, unsubscribing me from my email list, or let's say not watching my status update or uh, not liking my post on my Facebook group. I don't have to focus on all of that because I have accepted and assumed that people are going to be invisible. And most people who are going to buy are not going to call me up and tell them, tell me that they are going to buy or engage with me. They would they would be finding ways, becoming resourceful to buy it. So I can just focus on those. I think that was one focus. And the other kind of focus was whenever my thoughts would, would go into other directions like oh my God, I have not been selling. You know, I should be writing emails only then the sale is going to happen. I should be recording podcasts only then people listen to the podcast and then they will come. I should be making a post on Instagram. That is when they will come. And then all these um, stupid ideas that the brain gives us, you know, and I'm not calling anyone stupid. I'm just saying that the stupidity is what we borrow from the other world by looking at other businesses and other coaches. And we think that this is what will work for us. And that is the level of stupidity I'm talking about that we uh, we play small by thinking that this is what is going to work for us, right? Versus believing that my business is going to be created by what I believe in rather than what I think is going to work based on um, believing in someone else's business model. So I could constantly defocus from all those silly, stupid uh, thoughts and I could just keep coming to, okay, what in my business is creating the money? What truly is creating the money? And once again, I think it was the top three things, uh, top two things that I talked about. The first was being in service and being truthful to my desire, thereby creating value to the world, right? And the third thing is by focusing, by just focusing on the buyers. I think that single thing changed in narratives. You know, it was a paradigm shift for me to... Know that I could just focus on people out there who are invisible, who are currently buying. I don't have to know about anyone else. <laughs> that 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 really shifted everything for me. And focus is the word I'm going to carry for 2024. The fourth word uh, for me is uh, it's a phrase, and um, the phrase is it's done. And I just cannot thank my coach enough for bringing this to my, not just notice, not just to my understanding, but to my, you know, cells and muscles and tissues that I must stay in the energy of it is done. If I want 10 people in my mastermind, it's done. If I want 100 people inside ATIPS, it's done. If I want to make 10 crores next year, it's done. And it is so satisfying to be in that energy of it's done Because it brings in a lot of sufficiency inside me and I don't have to, you know, go on believing that uh, it is not done unless I do X, Y, Z. It is not done unless I produce content. It is not done unless I follow up on X, Y, Z people and ask them when they are going to pay. It is not done unless I, you know... um, Make a business model. It is not done unless I uh, wake up every morning at 7 and create a schedule from 7.30 and work till 11.30 and 12. No, I just have to be in the energy of it's done no matter what I do, because that is the energy that is going to inspire me to what truly needs to be done. I think the energy of being it's done is so important, not because you would want to magically manifest something. While that is possible, I totally have absolute belief in manifestation. But at the same point of time, I would like to embody the energy of it's done is because it just creates sufficiency inside my nervous system. And I don't go bonkers and scattered and jittered thinking that something else needs to be accomplished. Something else needs to be done. You know, Uh, I, I don't do that anymore. I used to do that. I used to feel that, oh my God, this month I did not do a webinar. So that is why my sale has not happened. And that's why it has gone down. And I tell myself, no, that is not true. It's done. The sale is done. And I don't have to do something extra and make that the reason of why I'm not getting enough people or I'm not getting enough money, you know? So it just allowed me to be in sufficiency all the time. And this is the energy with which I did all the work that I did. This is the energy with which I made Instagram posts. This is the energy with which I posted in my Facebook group. This is the energy with which I wrote my emails, believing that it's done. Versus the energy of it's not done and I have to do something to get it done. The desperation shows up. You see, in everything that you do, in the way you show up, in the way you talk to people, in the way you communicate, in the way you talk about your offers, in the way you sell, the desperation shows up when you believe that it's not done. Versus when you believe it's done, it's over. The money has already been made. The people have already come, right? So that creates sufficiency inside the body. The last word that I want to carry from 2023, which came quite late to me in 2023 and I'm carrying to 2024, is the word wild. And I think it was in the last 8ups call, we talked so much about seeking permission And how the human brain will always try to ask, is this possible? Can I do it? Can I make 25 lakh in three months? Uh, Can I make 5 lakh in one month? Can I make this decision in my business where I just want to scrape away this offer? Can I create another offer where um, I do something out of my niche? Can I change my niche? Can I charge Five lakh when I was charging 50,000. All these different things, all these different questions that come up. And when people ask this question, can I? Who is it being addressed to? Is the question. Because whoever it is being addressed to, I mean, when people ask me that question, the question that starts with the words, can I or may I or should I? And I tell them like I imagine that am I the authority answering those uh, questions because well you know do you want to is my question my answer to them is always do you want to would you like to do it because I want them to be truthful to their desire right and of course to do that thing they may have to build capacity in their nervous system but that doesn't mean that they shouldn't do it right. They might not be doing it right now. They might do it six months down the line when they have developed enough capacity to act upon that decision. For example, if someone wants to change their price from 50,000 to 5 lakh, of course, it's going to be a huge leap and the nervous system is going to feel distraught with a lot of angst and, and, and anxiety and nervousness and all of that. I wouldn't want that to happen to my students. And I would tell them that, of course, you can take it up to 5 lakhs. You just have to do the inner work and then the belief work to believe in that pricing so that you don't feel torn, conflicted inside your own body. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be desiring it. And the point that I was coming to is it's your fucking business. You get to do whatever you want to do. Of course, when you go towards making the decision, it's going to cost you something. It's going to Cost you some more inner work. It's going to cost you probably developing capacity. It's going to cost you um, uh, more and more knows by people. Uh, it's going to cost you probably more disappointments, and you will you will call them as failures, but they are not failures. They are just um, stepping stones to the decision that you want to make, right? Uh, for example, someone in, inside ATEPS uh, decided that they are going to um, come up with a one-year container. And coaching container, and then they are going to charge twenty one lakhs. And I said, why not? Why wouldn't you be able to do it? That person, that client of mine, waited months and months and months and months, you know, and signed up their first client sometime in, I think, in November. That like waited for an, an almost an entire year to act upon that decision, gathering capacity, uh, listening to so many knows by so many people, you know, uh, went on selling for so many months, and finally got their twenty one lakh pay- paying client and then got the second one in just a matter of weeks. Why do you think that happened? Because they persisted on their decision. They were willing to go wild. And it was not based on someone else's business model. It was not based on someone giving them the permission to do it, right? And I believe in that kind of coaching. I do not believe in a, in a kind of coaching where uh, you know, one sits on a pedestal and permits the other to do something. I don't think anyone should seek permission. They can of course bring that question to the table that I wanna do this, how do I do it? You know, I would like to do it and I'm trying to find out multiple ways to do it. I wanna brainstorm, I wanna get some coaching and that is absolutely fine, but not this pedantic way of you can do this and you cannot do this, stuff like that. So for me also, what happened is when I was building my business, especially in 2023, uh, making all that money, I was still not able to break through my glass ceilings because I was thinking that I, for example, my portal, you know, the ATEPS portal. So I used to think that, okay, I can only put up such and such kind of videos. I cannot put up audios and I cannot put up the written content, written form. And again, your brain tricks you into believing that it has to be, uh, cosmetic it has to be manicured it has to look nice it has people has to get it it can't look confusing but then that's also in a way being pedantic to the people being you know slightly unconsciously condescending to them thinking that they are not intelligent enough to get you well your people are going to get you however wild you are it doesn't matter it truly doesn't <laughs> it truly doesn't matter how wild you are your people are going to get you And then, you know, in, I think in November, the the ceiling broke for me. And I said, what the fuck? Why am I thinking like this? Why am I thinking like a colonized brain seeking permission from an invisible mythical entity that I can do this and I can't do that? This is my fucking business. I can do whatever I want. Right. And my people love me. So they're going to love anything I put out because it comes from the depths of my true desire. And that is when I decided that no, 2024 is the year where I'm going to go wild. I will not follow any business model. I will not take any suggestion on how to build my business and and how to go about doing it. And not in a rebellious way, by the way. It's not in a rebellious way. I will be going to my coaches. I will be asking them, how do I make this happen? I would like to make this decision. Um, Can you tell me more about how can I be more resourceful? I will be going and seeking coaching on all these business decisions that I will be making, but then I will not let my brain and my body be colonized. I will not seek the help of a person or an institution to permit me for something that I strongly want to do. And that is going to be the seat of my desire. And that is where I'm going to go super duper wild. So while I do have a calendar of the things that I'm going to do in 2024... I also don't know what else am I going to do? And that is the most exciting part because I want to be in this quantum ambivalence of knowing and not knowing. Some part I can know and some part I may not know. The knowing brings in, it brings in security and safety and the unknowing brings in excitement. And that is the podcast episode for today. I'm truly looking forward to seeing you all through my Instagram, watching the live event of the 25 lakh mini mastermind on 28th and 29th. We will start at somewhere 10 in the morning and then we will keep coming back in flushes um, in our Instagram live, through my Instagram, basically, which is at Dr. Gaurav Deca. And I also want to remind you that uh, ATIPS is going up from 2.9 lakhs, which is the current pricing, to 5 lakh on 1st of January. So we hardly have 4 to 5... I think four days to go. And you must get in super soon. Okay? I will see you then. Bye-bye. Take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are willing to change your business and money reality, head to my free coaching community on Facebook called You Are Money. Link is in the show notes. And do not forget to leave a review on Spotify.com or Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much.